This is badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. Episode 167 of Icopod. I'm Bob Gallion Jr. With me as always is Austin Skidder and Dallas Gridley. And guys, I am heavily depressed. I am sad and disappointed and not looking forward to a Mr. Bob Backlund match with Bret Hart this week. Why? Because I don't like Bob Backlund. And I know people are going to be like, wow, Bob, for the last wow, three years, man. you've been praising him. And I was like, yeah, he should have won the 1993 Royal Rumble. I got suckered into it. I was tricked. I was hoodwinked. And then I was like, he should have beat Razor Ramon at WrestleMania night. That didn't happen. And then I was like, yeah, he should have definitely slammed Yokozuna on the USS Intrepid. No. That didn't happen. I must just choked on my teeth. Well, you know what? He should have done it. You should have choked. He should have jumped ship to WCW. He should have beat Ric Flair for the WCW world title. He should have, it should have been Backland Mania. In the good old WCW Right But as it turns out I was wrong It has sucked Instead of Pasta Mania It was Baba Mania But I've jumped off the ship I am dreading this episode And as a result I uh, Have been drinking Some Tito's Vodka For the past uh, 20 minutes Leading into this Perfect should be a good job then yeah, I can almost believe that. No, I did. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not really looking forward to it either. Last week was rough, uh, and really kind of like Dallas pointed out, out off air. I should say, um, we're on taping four of four. So typically, what that means and what that usually spells. Is disaster for us watching through. But the good news is for you guys, usually that means either we're going to just be loopy as hell. uh, Or you're going to have to suffer along with us. Either way, it's a win-win. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, as you can tell. Hey, Bob, do we got any notes this week? Well, here's the thing. I just want to point out that uh, speaking of suffering, we don't have to suffer through 
a oh, forty-five gosh. minute conversation about oh, a fucking comic here book. Here we go. That uh, we didn't get paid for. So. Oh, stop. Speaking that... of writing, I got something. I'm cutting you off. Speaking of writing. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna give Bob some props. First time ever. Whoa. On the show. Okay. I'm blushing. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to give Bob some props because for those of you who don't know, Bob's pretty active on Twitter. I'd say most active social media account is probably Bob's Twitter for him. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of stuff being published on WrestlingRecaps.com. So shout out to Bob for kicking the review game's ass lately. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I only have like 217 drafts that I have to schedule posts for. Yeah, so. I don't know why you do that. I don't know. I don't know either, Austin, okay? Just I schedule don't know. some. Yeah. Dallas, I get that. You should also write for WrestlingRecaps.com like you said you were going to do in 2011. I, and guess what? You never did, never you motherfucker. Said, yeah, you did, you motherfucking never. piece of shit. I never remember. Listen here, asshole. I remember. You were like, Bob, I can't wait to cover Impact 2011 for you. And I was like, dude, thanks. Appreciate it. You and you're like, yeah, man, I'm going to start with the June 5th, 2011 episode. It's live from Fayetteville, North Carolina. And there's like 60 people in the audience. And I can't wait to tell you about how AJ Styles is about to Damn. lose to Rob Terry in a, in a casket match. That didn't happen. But anyway. Uh, I'll, I'm just going to say for the record, when I told Bob I was going to write for his site, I fucking did. That's right. And still do on occasion. Yeah, I still write for my website, too. So Mike, Mike Campbell does sometimes, too. He'll do, he'll do some magazine uh, reviews, even though he stole well, my listen, gimmick. But it's all, okay. all I'm going to say is uh, I've offered to do other stuff for the site, but I got told no. So That's true. Anyways, and I'm not. That is we're not, true. And I'm not going to get into it. Get Hogan money, be, blah, blah, blah. Because, <laughs> no, Hogan money, you yes. literally had a design yes. where my background would have been no, nothing but not. falling Jump. dicks from oh, this guy. Here Are you fucking you kidding me? motherfucker. <laughs> I'm looking up wrestling recaps right fucking now, dude. Oh, I'm God. blocking that shit. I'm Good. sick of giving. I'm sick of giving your TNA mislabeled pay per views fucking clicks. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, Did you change man. this again, Bob? Since I fucking fucked with it. Uh, I got rid of like the slide thing because it was yeah. slowing it down and it was a little cluttery. You fucking did. Yeah. Well, it wasn't good enough for you. But I like how it's. I like how it is now. Like it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not gonna change it. It's yeah, it's cool, great. It's yeah, fine. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. Make, you know, what? I'm gonna make a post and say that just says "fuck you, Dallas." It'd be the most red one. Yep, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, it's probably talking about DDP," and I'd be like, "Nope." And I'm gonna make a slideshow of just all these Dallas Gridley pictures of him with wrestlers and be like, "Hey, look at this fuckface with fucking Daisy Hayes from 2008." That's a joke. <laughs> and then be like, look at him here with Studley Steve McKenzie. Dallas ruined his career with this picture. You know? And just stupid shit hey, like that. And don't like, hey. slander my Studley. And I'll be like, look at, hey, look at Dallas Greeley here with Eddie Edwards. Remember when Eddie Edwards was fun and good? Yeah, well, not anymore because Dallas took this picture with him. Who's your guys' favorite indie guy that you ever saw live? Like well, indie darling guy. 
It depends because I feel like my uh, some of my favorites have like are no. I don't know if they're considered indie still. Are they? Well, that's I what know. I mean. So like indie darling guy. I know mine. At the time you saw Uglas, Uglas. <sighs> well, you said wait at the time. At the yeah, time, well, yeah, you got to go. You at saw. The... Right. Well, you're saying indie darling though. That makes it seem like it has to be someone who's like kind of popular on the indies. Well, it would have no, been. It's your, own, it's your own personal one. No, no, no. Your own personal one. Well, I the one that sticks out to me a lot is I really, really liked uh, when I saw Dalton Castle. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, the first time I saw him, I said, okay, I really like this guy, and I'm going to keep an eye on him. Yeah. Um. Now... How know, about I, no? How about like lesser known? Um, I have one that I who I do like that I feel like a lot of people know who they are though. Uh, is I really like Alley Cat. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. And she was really nice. Yeah. Um, I could I could probably keep going. I mean. So that that's like, I'll say those are my two for right now. If I think of another good, good one to bring up, I will. Yeah. I uh, I for some reason always now and again think of uh, Hurricane John Walters as a guy oh, I really liked. That's a good pick. Um, who was kind of here and then gone sort of deal. I really I like liked his him. theme music in Two Seven. Yeah. He's been wrestling again. You're supposed oh, really? to be on a Ring of Honor show. Or he he's was. Been, he, yeah, he's been wrestling on Ring of Honor again. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, it's crazy that he retired and then unretired. It's, that never happens in pro wrestling. No, definitely not. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's probably my pick if I had to pick somebody. That's a good pick. Uh, my pick is uh, Mr. Slick Wagner Brown. I, mm. Dude, he's on Another my list. Another good pick. He's on my list. For some, I don't know what it was, but. In my beginning of my exposure to independent wrestling, uh, I became familiar with Slick Wagon Brown, and I don't even remember how it freaking happened. I, if I had to guess, it had to be the magazines. But uh, I don't know. It was just something about his look, and he was with April Hunter at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, he was just a guy that I followed. I remember really wanting him. This is probably 2003. Like, I really wanted him to uh, get going with Ring of Honor, and he had a couple of matches there. But uh, for some whatever reason, he didn't really um, get any steam there. He uh, had I remember, I remember watching him on, like, Sunday Night Heat, and I was like, this is probably like 2004, and I'm like, oh, my God, Slick is getting signed. And then he got beat by Rosie in about 45 seconds. And I was like, Oof. well, maybe not. So yeah. that was disappointing. Um, I one time booed Slick Wagner Brown. Like the, I, we were sitting right next to the curtain, and he came out, and I literally go, "Boo, you suck!" Like literally, wicked quiet, and he fucking threw water on me. Yes, he absolutely did. And so, so here, you want to so know what I, ne- I did? I never booed him again. I I went to my first two CW show in June two thousand eight. Okay, there was no big names on it. Which is Those like the are best. the best shows. Those are the best One, shows. 100%. Best shows. There's like 250 fans. Like, you know they're diehards because, like, no one knows any of these guys. They're all right. local guys. Right. So, 
You know, uh, you know what? The biggest name was probably Antonio Thomas from the Hearthrobs, but he hadn't okay. been in the company for like three years. I like yeah. him too. Yeah, he's good. He. So here's the. I've actually I interviewed Slick and Antonio Thomas for Wrestling Recaps. You can check out right. interviews there. Um, but anyway, I was kind of being like a dick. Shocker. And uh, so when Antonio Thomas, he had lost and he was like freaking out. And one of my proudest moments, I was able to get an HGH chant going. Oh. For some road, 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 uh, roid rage. Oh. That was fun. And then for some reason, like, I think Slick fought Isis effects. And I was just, I, I yelled out, you're no Elix Skipper. <laughs> Slick. I don't know why, <laughs> but I did. That's oh pretty, that's God. pretty funny. That's pretty good. Yeah. So. My uh, my first local two CW show to uh, upstate New York was Binghamton, uh, where Dizzy was the current two CW champion, and nearly every talent other than Dizzy was better than the two CW champion. I specifically remember that. Yeah, I never understood why Dizzy was the the first two CW champion. Yeah. Seemed like a mistake in hindsight, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. yeah, good old times with 2CW. I miss 2CW. They're having their show like in October now, or September. Originally we'll it was December, and then June, and now September. Just like AEW. And there's two of them now, apparently. Yep. Yeah, I'm assuming the other one will probably be in Binghamton. I would guess. Or maybe Watertown. Potentially, but we'll see. But all right, we're not going to talk about 40 minutes of nonsense. Let's get into the episode this week. Observer notes. There's a couple of them here. Eric Bischoff, one of the announcers for WSW, also the like vice president, kind of a big deal. He's been watching Raw on the monitor while doing commentary, so he's keeping tabs on the competition. Um, I don't know. I think he's denied that he's done that. I was going to say, is that accurate? Yeah, I think on his podcast, he's denied it, but that's what's being reported here by Mr. Dave Meltzer. Uh, also being reported is that Public Enemy, Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge, will be in WCW by January. They will either be known as the Mac Daddies or Public Enemy, because apparently they, they feel like they can go through Def Jam to use the name. But Paul Heyman, shockingly, says he owns the name Public Enemy, so it looks like we're going to have to write him a check. Here's a fun fact. The Bushwhackers, Butch and Luke, might be coming into WCW as the team down under. Oh, no. Because the WWF owns the Bushwhackers, so they can't do that. Uh, Dave Meltzer thinks that Sid and Kid will win the WWF tag team titles from the Spoken Guns soon. And that either Jeff Jarrett or Steve Austin will be associated with Ted DiBiase in the coming weeks. So it looks mm. like another another addition to the million dollar corporation there. Wait, who was it again? Jeff Jarrett or Steve Austin. Okay, well, I'm gonna tell you right now. If that's how they bring Jeff Jarrett back, <laughs> they might as well keep his ass off TV. Don't yeah, even that, would, that wouldn't be good. The only the only way Jeff Jarrett can come back. 
is A, if he basically starts middle of the card, and B, if he comes back as a singles wrestler without, uh, you know, a new manager, a new partner, a new valet, if it's not Rhodey, it better be nobody. Don't be putting him with fucking Ted DiBiase. Don't be doing that shit. I, I want Jeff I... Jarrett portrayed as so annoying that not even Ted DiBiase wants to be associated with him. You're trying to tell me that you don't think he should be like the million dollar country singer guy? No, absolutely not. No, that sounds really, really bad. All right. Well, I guess I'm not going to use that for my rebooking of WWF. Thanks, guys. I'll just delete that real quick. I thought I had a really good idea there. Thanks. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's a, some depressing news. And I hope you guys aren't going to be too upset by this. I am. Oh, boy. Well, this past weekend, a wrestler has finished up with the company. Oh, can we guess? Can we guess who it is? Yeah, go ahead. Dallas, you want to guess first? Uh, I feel like I know who we're thinking, and I don't think that's it. I'm guessing Dean Douglas. Ah, see, I, I'm gonna. I feel like that's too obvious. Um. Okay, I'm gonna say Aldo Montoya. Oh, that's a good guess too. I'm gonna say it's. I don't know. It's probably Dean Douglas. Um, comma, comma. I hope it's not Dean Douglas. Ooh, comma's a good one. All right. Well, the wrestler that has finished up this past weekend with the company is Kama. Oh, wow. You know what? I am kind of a little surprised by that. Yeah. Well, because he's just coming off the Undertaker program. I know. Yeah, he was just at, at SummerSlam. I guess what do you do with him, though, right? Yeah, he hasn't really done much of anything. Man, what do I win? What do I win? You win nothing. You win an episode of Raw. You ready, dude? Yeah, you you win another week on Icopod. Whoop, whoop. Uh, well, you know, I didn't I didn't write it down, but you know how we haven't seen Tatanka recently, like at all. Dude, don't mm-hmm. even. And we haven't seen Jimmy Del Rey. Oh fuck yeah! Well, so here's the thing: the reason why we haven't seen both of those guys is because they're currently. Involved in a legal dispute regarding an assault at a hotel. Oh my god! Wait a second. So they're connected? Yeah. Now I know I've mentioned the Tatanka one before. Yeah. But Jimmy Del Rey was like an added name to that list. So as long as they're involved in that, they will not be appearing on WWF television. And I'm going to spoil it right now. I don't think Jimmy Del Rey ever comes back. Oh, that sucks, because I like yeah. Jimmy Del Rey with Tom Percher, uh, the, the Heavenly Bodies. Yeah, now, Jimmy Del Rey does go to WCW in 96 as Jimmy Graffiti, but that doesn't last very long. Oh, God. Jimmy that doesn't Graffiti. even sound good. No, it doesn't. Um, well, that's a bummer, but I guess that makes total sense, because really, we haven't seen Jimmy Del Rey since before we seen Tatanka. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, Jimmy's been gone for a while. 
Yeah. And like they've even had Dr. Tom on and it's like there's been no explanation, no injury angle, no nothing. So that makes total sense that, oh, duh, he was involved with whatever's going on there because they've really like glossed over it as an understatement. Like they haven't even talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, When I read that in the newsletter, I was like, oh, that's really bizarre. That is bizarre. 100% what's happened. Uh, Jim Cornette, as you know, he was the booker and promoter of uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Uh, Mm. He was offered a spot to help booking because Smoky Mountain Wrestling no longer exists. They closed the shop at the end of uh, the end of November. Oh, I think I think the technical date is like November twenty seventh or something like that. They had a poor uh, showing for their Thanksgiving Thunder, which was something that they really relied on, and then like poor uh, advances for their Christmas shows. So Jim was like, you know what? I can see how this is going. Closing up shop. He could have kept on going. But he was like, no. Rick Rubin was his money uh, backer, and uh, he just closed up shop. Which is probably good for him, because 96 Southern Wrestling, probably not going to be a huge moneymaker. Yeah. Well, and especially the way we've seen the last surviving quote-unquote territories, again, die a slow death. Wrestling in general was dying a slow death in 1995. Yeah. Uh, But the territories, man, USWA and some of these other smaller uh, promotions, even with the help of WWF, were really, really brutal. Um. But I wanted to mention, too, because I just heard about it recently. Cornette has gone on record to say that at this time in 95, the company was doing like a a cut, basically, to the salaries of wrestling-related talents in the offices. So, like, for example, like the Howard Finkels and the Bruce Pritchards and the, the people who had mm-hmm. been directly involved in wrestling that were now in the office, their salaries were getting cut. Uh, Lord Alfred Hayes, I think is another one he mentioned. This was unbeknownst to Cornette, who was basically talked into, you know, jumping on through, he says Bruce Pritchard kind of helped him make up his mind. Uh, And then they told Cornette that they were slashing salaries. Hmm. So I, I find that funny that uh, Cornette was oblivious to the uh, loss of uh, income for a lot of the uh, similar people backstage. Well, did he get so did he get his cut too or no? Well, no, but if he would have joined at a different time, he said it probably would have been doubled than what they were paying him. Oh wow! So. Yeah, I think that's funny, and it's and it's telling. I mean, look at '95; the business is not doing well. I mean, what was last week? A two point three or something? Like two point four, something like that. Well, yeah. Well, those are like some of the lowest ratings that '94 would ever see, or even '93 for that matter. Um. So I don't know. I just I think I think that's funny, and I did want to make note of that, seeing as uh, Smoky Mountain is uh, ceased to exist here. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of ratings, on December fourth, Raw got a two point six, and Nitro got a two point four. 
Okay. Nitro sounded better. I still would have watched Night. I would have watched Nitro. It should be telling to see how this week goes because, like I like we said, Raw was not very good, and is a Bob Backlund Bret Hart match going to really draw some fans in? I guess we'll find out here. What is our guess? I'm going to guess it's a two point two this week. I'll say it's a two point three. What was it? A two point eight three? No, two point three. Oh, I'm gonna say a two point five. Oh. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our one house show this week. Uh, the WWF was in Chicago, Illinois, at the United Center on December 9th, nineteen ninety-five, and it drew thirty-two hundred fans. Uh, I believe this was the same venue as SummerSlam '94. So. You drew cool. 3,200 to that. <laughs> Not very good. Yeah. Uh, featured the following matches. Ahmed Johnson defeating Rad Rafford. Uh, Kama, in one of his final appearances here, teamed up with Skip and Isaac Yankum DDS to defeat Barry Horowitz, Hakushi, and Doink the Clown. All right, you know what? I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I'm, not I'm, I'm two matches in. Goldust defeated Bob Holly. Hunter mm-hmm. Hearst Helmsley defeated Henry Godwin in a slot bucket match. I'm sick of hearing that one. WWF Tag Team Champions, the Smoking Guns, defeated Owen Hart and Yokozuna. WWF Intercontinental Champion, Razor Moan, defeated Psycho Sid. Davy Boy Smith defeated Diesel by disqualification. And in the main event, WWF World Champion Bret Hart fought the Underdagger to a double countout. <laughs> if either of you say you're going to that you're a fucking liar yeah it doesn't sound that great <laughs> no well I- i'm gonna go oh what? my god because realistically it's a stronger show than last week's and we were no. gonna go to last week's show no 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 no, no. all right you know what Yes, it uh, is. Here's gonna, my one I'm question. I'm going to prove it to you right now. I just Okay, but wait. Oh, shoot. I deleted all of my notes from last week. All right. Okay, here's the thing. So you're telling me, last week's, ep- last week's house show, you want to know what was different about it? Yeah. There was a Bob Backlund match against Savio Vega, 1-2-3 kid against Marty Jannetty. Okay, 1-2-3 kid, Marty Jannetty? Yeah. That's it, though. Everything else is the same match. Okay, listen. All I want to say... And, and this ask, one actually has at least a finish to Ramon and Sid. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, I want to ask you right now. Yeah, go ahead. Do, <laughs> do you think Yokozuna got tagged in for that match? Uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Yes, he did. It is December 95. Yeah. There is no fucking way. What are you trying to say? Okay, it's Yoko December. What you, okay, by, uh, okay it's match. December of 95. You're trying to tell me that he didn't get tagged into a match when in nine months he's not medically cleared because he's overweight to wrestle in a wrestling ring? Correct. Okay, that's a bullface lie. I guarantee you this dude didn't tag in. 
He, if he did, he came and dropped the leg drop, and that was about it. Right. And that's, if anything. And he didn't even get the win with it because they lost the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, he definitely got tagged in. There's no doubt about it. He worked the whole match. He probably <laughs> did. Owen didn't tag in. Owen probably pulled a prank on him. He was like, dude, I ain't tagging in. Right. Yeah. You need to start losing some weight. I'm just going to chill over here. Um. All right. Well, let's just get this going because I'm I'm really dreading this. And by the time that Bob Acklin gets on the screen, I'm probably just going to switch the channel to Nitro. I'm not going to waste my time even pretending to be interested in it. Uh, it's the December 11th edition of Raw and uh, Nitro, also known as the Monday Night Wars. I'm okay. You know what, Dallas? You don't need to have your fake what? applause uh, show up on your fucking Skype screen. It's <laughs> disrespectful. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to count down from five. And when I say play, hit the play button if you're watching Raw. And okay. Then ten, and then at the 10-second mark, you're going to hit play for Nitro. If you're going to watch Nitro. Okay. Or if you're like uh, Ian Matthews, who doesn't even have the network, then disregard what I'm talking about. And you're just going to listen to us. Yep. Five, four, three, two, one, play. No, don't. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm the one that does that. Nah, you don't. Okay. <gasps> Five. Okay, and here is uh, Sarah to do the countdown. No way. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Five, four, three, two. This is a really slow countdown. What? Play! Jesus Christ. If that was Sarah's real voice, dude, I'd be pissed off for you. Yeah, well, I have I have to listen to it every day. Uh, at the ten second mark, right now, hit play. Oh, we're getting a different opening here. Oh, oh my God, this guy's doing it like an ER opening. Infectious disease on his chicken wing. It's raw meat. What's the hitman gonna do with it? Barf it up, probably. What a bunch of bullshit. I'm already I'm already not even interested in this. We're going, going right from the get go, right from the jump. Yeah, great. Three weeks ago, Shawn Michaels oh passed my out. God. <laughs> Guys, so we're done. We're fucking done. Shocking incident. Here you go. Here's the music. And then it's Shawn dancing on the roof. Like, okay. Yeah, he's fine. You- Oh yeah, raw. I wish uh, Sensational Sherry would come back on. Nah. You can watch Sister Sherry over on the other channel. I know, and she's really good with Harlem Heat. I just, she's one of the ones I miss on Raw, man. Nah. Well, guys, if you just noticed in the intro. Owen Hart and Diesel fight, so it's kind of like a preview of that in your house match that we were just told. Yeah, well, and Owen Hart actually hit an axe handle from behind, so that's probably the most offense he's going to get on Diesel all year. Right. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Here we are. I changed my blazer because I'm going to pretend that this is a live show, even though fuck you, no, it's not. (laughs) Oh, shit, Dallas. Over on uh, Nitro, we're getting the Jerry Lynn-Eddie Guerrero match. (gasps) Oh! Oh, my God. Mr. JL. This is breaking news because 
over on the TNA Cross the Line podcast, me and Bob covered the WWA shows, and Jerry Lynn confronts Eddie Guerrero after he just won oh. the Cruiserweight title. And we were like, holy shit, like, that would be an awesome match. But did it ever happen? Right. And now, was. that's like 2002 Jerry Lynn, not Mr. JL under a mask, 95 JL. Correct. Oh, Look at Mr. Fuji. He's just happy to be around here. Literally. So is so is Yoko at this point, though, too. I mean, come on. Is that? Ah, it, yeah. I knew it was Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Is this a singles match? Must be. I like it. how Jeff Hardy's nameplate, he didn't even like turn at the camera. It just put no. the nameplate up to his back. Yeah. One of my right. favorite... Jeff Hardy, Owen Hart. Fuck yeah, one of, this. One of my favorite Jeff uh, Hardy moments is when uh, Mike Adelman called him Jeff Harvey. <laughs> uh, Jerry Lawler goes, Are you tell me Jeff Hardy might have Diesel come out and be in his corner? And like, just <laughs> the thought of that is kind of funny because obviously Jeff Hardy ends up being a, a star. So just the idea of like, <laughs> he's making reference that he might have some help. Yeah, well, in about nine years, uh, Kevin Nash will screw over Jeff Hardy at Victory Road 2004. You're damn right he will. He'll come out with two uh, guitars in his hand. And look, he's right. scouting him right here. There he is. He's scouting him right now. He's like, I can't <laughs> wait to screw this guy over in nine he's years. He's going to come out. The kings of wrestling will reunite. In nine years. I can't wait to get to that Victory Road 2004 pay-per-view on the TNA Crossland podcast because I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, but I love that show. That's my first and only TNA pay-per-view that I ever got. And as a result... I never bought one ever again. Oh, There's Diana, Diana Hart's in the uh, crowd tonight. Where's Where's Davy? You know they're using her for an angle. Where's Davy boy? Yeah, they mentioned for... her a lot last week, so I can't wait for her to fuck Shawn Michaels in a broom closet. That's gonna be fun. Uh, anyway, we're at about four minutes twenty twenty one twenty two seconds of the uh, episode here. Bob's already talking about Shawn fucking somebody. Yeah, well, you know what? It's going to happen. I can't wait. I think Owen sometimes works best with young guys who are hungry to, like, get noticed. Well, how old is Jeff Hardy here? Like, 12? 13? <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd say Jeff Hardy in 1995 is 21 years old. No way. I think he's younger than that. I was going to say oh, 19. Jesus. You think? I don't know. We're going to have to find Look out. Look it now. up. D- Dallas, go to his Wikipedia page. I think he's going to be maybe 18. Oh, fuck off, 18. Oh, you know what, Austin? That's just rude. Uh, Owen at the top here. Big yes. missile drop kick. Jeff Nails is Jeff. freaking bumping around. On that clothesline, he did a drop salt bump. What is he doing? No, he's not going for a sharpshooter. Oh, that was lame. He just went for a roll-up. Okay. Jeff Hardy, man. Final guesses. I have the age. Bob said what? 19? I said I'm, I'm going to say he's I, 18. I said 19. Okay. You said 21, Bob. What are you saying? 18. He is 18 here. Hey. He's born in 77. That's so Whoa. young. Now, Matt August Hardy would probably, what, like 20? He's old. Uh, He's older. That makes sense. Let's see. Holy shit. 18, dude. Imagine if you're on Raw at 18 years old. 
Uh, Matt Hardy is he was born in '74, so yeah, he's a he's a couple years. Twenty-one, three years older. Yeah, twenty-one. Uh, or, you don't go to the second rope here. Are we gonna see Bonsai? Yup. Oh, Jeff Hardy said that's Smash. when it was in that moment that Jeff Hardy uh, began his drug addiction. Oh, oh wow! Oh, it is. He's gone on record the to acorns say on him. Oh, now he's going to go to the sharpshooter. <laughs> that's awesome. After he had his lungs collapsed and his ribs broken. That's good. Diana was like, come on, Owen. Oh, here comes Diesel. Listen, if anybody's going to bury Jeff Hardy, it's me. Big Daddy Son Cool. Son of a bitch. Somebody's Let getting over on a younger talent. I better get out there. No, I don't think so, buddy. Then Wait, this like, is... Oh, my legs. This is weird after he cut the promo of uh, Big Daddy Cool's back. And he put yeah. the sunglasses on and was kind of being like a bad guy, really. Yeah, and like, fuck you, I don't care about anybody else but me. You know what? If Yokozuna was wearing black gloves, they'd probably be friends right now. Diesel is getting a huge reaction here. Yeah, he's getting a good pop. Where's that Jeff Hardy? I want a power bomb. And It's my turn to beat up the young kid. Come on, Yoko's not even a threat anymore, really. He's about to cry. Literally. Tears. Um, Okay, interesting opening there. Owen Jeff Hardy. Kind of a fun little peek into the future. Yeah, I thought that was a a pretty good enhancement match there for Owen. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Over I got to agree with Dallas, though. Dun. I don't like Diesel coming out for the save. Well, no, it's silly. Look at black go- gloves only. He is only going to high-five <laughs> yeah. black well, gloves. Well, yeah, he should be his own man. He shouldn't be helping out other people. Look, people were grabbing his hand like, bitch, you're going to shake my hand. Yeah. <laughs> you will respect me. Up next, oh, up Todd next. is in Shawn Michaels' house, it looks oh, like. Nice. I like that Shawn's got a lot of fake ficus plants in his house. How many times did Shawn Michaels' future in the WWE, like, get messed up? Several. Bob, what's this girl's name? Uh, it's Aja Kong. No, not that one. The other one. <laughs> oh, uh, Chaperone uh, Mistress. I didn't see it. Chaprita. I'm not familiar with her face, though. Chaparada. I don't know. Oh, you know what? So Austin, I'm going to Google her. Did you know that it's inappropriate to say that you're sitting Indian style these days? I wouldn't have thought off the top of my head, but yeah. I That's could... what I said. Yeah. I was Maybe. like, oh, this guy's sitting Indian style. And then Dallas was like, oh, you can't say that. I was like, well, what? I, no, I didn't, it's just not called that anymore. It's called, they yeah. call it crisscross applesauce. Yeah, I had no idea. None. Well, I've heard it called both ways. Yeah, yeah, I but, they, too, but I didn't realize like they don't say that. They don't anymore. say it anymore. No, yeah. yeah, they don't say it anymore. So here I am on the TNA Crossline podcast getting canceled by Dallas because he's like, Bob, no, that's I was racially insensitive. It was an educate, saying, wow. educating moment. Look at Asha Kong flip this girl over her shoulder with her hair. With a snap there with her hair. Look at another one. Yeah, Asha Kong's pretty underrated. Asha Kong is probably going to wrestle Alundra Blaze right at the Royal Rumble. That's probably what they're setting up here. Yeah, yeah. It's just a shame that she borrowed this outfit from Mabel. 
<laughs> yeah. That is too bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recognize this girl. I'm looking she's she's an all Japan women's pro wrestler. Um great. Dallas' favorite wrestlers coming out on Nitro. Really oh. recognize anything of hers. Disco Fever. Disco Fever. Yeah, 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 yeah. One. Oh, Ch- uh, Chaparita. That's her name. Chaparita. Not Chaparita. Aja Kong pulls her out of a pin here. Oh Mus- what is this? Package Pile Driver? Okay. Oh, God. That's got to be it. Oh, well, she we pulled her up Kevin again, Steen. though. Kevin Steen stole that from freaking Aja Kong. Jesus. I'm not expecting that one. Look at this. How has nobody posted that on social media? First package pile driver on Raw. Nailed right it, too. Bam. Bam. Now let's do it. That's going to go viral. We're going to become millionaires. The first package pile driver on Monday Night Raw. Aja yeah, Kong. And then, tag, and, then, baby. and then tag Kevin Owens, and then and we'll get blocked. Oh. Like, remember, remember when you used to do this move and you can't anymore? Oof. Wow. Oh, look at look who's on Nitro. Oh my God, Mister Wonderful. They call him Mister Wonderful. Wonderful. Where's Gary Spivey? I don't know. Aja Kong just pulled Ex- this girl out of her third pin attempt here. Actually, speaking of that, Bob, th- this is from a while ago. I think it's even from like fall brawl bonus episode time. But the butcher, who's on AEW, posted something about. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. About uh, what's his face? Dan Spivey. Gary, Gary, Gary Spivey. Spivey. Wrong guy. And um, I so I was like, oh my god, we just did an episode. I gotta post a picture from that, yeah. and he. It was like it was such a funny interaction. Yeah. Well, now you said dance by me. So here's a fun fact about, uh, I guess really Wayland Mercy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's yeah, wrong, wrong Spivey, but yeah. So I was watching Superstars to close out '95. No way. And it was during a random match that they're just like, oh, by the way, uh, Wayland Mercy's retired. Oh, they just weird. made it. They just made note of it. Like, yeah, he's retired from WWF competition. Holy shit! Oh my god! Spiral tap there by uh, uh, Chaperone or Shaprita, whatever. I'm gonna call her. Sh- Sh- oh my god! Oh my shit! Sh- chaperone. Okay, Dude, I just, she just murdered just... her with a bidding. Oh bidding, my bidding back god! Yeah. Jesus. It's killer whenever she hits it. She wants the belt. No, she did not hit that. She she basically exploded her face. Are we seeing the replay? Here's a spiral tap that was look at this. First off, that was nuts too. That was crazy. Landed beautifully if she hit it. And then are they better show her getting her jaw broken? Right there. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. And And that was Yeah, of course she's bleeding. Yeah, of course. Her nose is broken, dude. It has to be. My nose is broken. I didn't, wasn't even like I hit with it. Jesus Christ. Well, that's probably, it's got to be one of it looked snug, but I that angle really showed it. Yeah, no. It's got to be one of the first times they showed a woman bleeding on Raw because that's not something that happens really. Oh, happy. yeah, probably. Yeah. Hey, Sean, you look pretty happy. 
He's like, yeah, I'm wearing my preacher shirt, and I just got my eyebrows done. What about it? <laughs> I was going to say, Lex Luger has had the same outfit on before. He yeah, sure Nitro. Came out yeah, that's his shirt, yeah. Are they really pretending this is Sean's house? They're doing it well, backstage right after they just did that segment where he passed out. <laughs> what makes you think that that's not his house? Uh, how fucking fake it looks. <laughs> All the fake plants in one little area. Yeah, the fake plant in front of the dresser thing that's clearly supposed to be able to open. I think that Shawn Michaels' living room definitely resembles that of the waiting room of a dentist's office. I don't know what you're suggesting here. Shawn needs to wax his eyebrows. You're right. I think that... Someone just Isaac, filled him in with a pencil for him, I think. I think Isaac Yankum should come out and be like, next! And then Shawn Michaels stand up and be like, oh, okay, that's I gotta, get my, gotta, gotta get my teeth clean. Gotta go to that. Uh, that's actually why I passed out. Uh, I had excessive plaque, and it actually triggered up to my brain. And Doctor <laughs> Yankum was like, "Listen, I will clean it and uh, help you out." And that's how they turn in face. He's like, "Listen, I can get you in for a small fee." Yeah, and then uh, Sean was like, "Listen, I don't have a lot of money, but I do have quite a bit of sunny days available." Sean's definitely one hundred percent got makeup on. Oh, well, yeah, you got to for the the camera, man. Oh my god! Well, at least we're seeing Todd Pettengale here. Wait, Todd just asked him, "When is he coming back?" Sean's like, "Well, you know, you can't rush uh, perfection, so uh, probably the next two years, I would think." <laughs> well, what's today? Monday. All right, so I'm probably coming back uh, Wednesday. What's today? Monday. Uh, probably July ninety-seven. <laughs> what year December of uh 95 I'm thinking like maybe November of 2002 in like a, a elimination <laughs> chamber you don't know what I'm talking about Todd but what's going to happen is Triple H is going to throw me uh through a car window uh and I'm going to have a match with him in jeans in a jeans at SummerSlam but it's unsanctioned so it doesn't count so my first real match will be elimination chamber and WCW, oh shit, sorry Vince, I know I shouldn't have mentioned that But don't worry, they're going to go out of business So what happened here <laughs> is I, When I collapsed, I could see the future And WCW's going to go out of business uh, Todd, you know that you know I'm banging Sonny, right? Yeah, well let me tell you She just loses it I don't know what goes on But we fire her in like 98 And then Possible she just retirement. goes on a massive little Debbie run And she just balloons up And has a lot of oh, cocaine man. issues so my back ends up hurting because Taker backdrops me on this <laughs> stupid casket. And it's just like, dude, why would you do that? And I know it's Dallas Greeley's favorite match. Hi, Dallas. I know you're like seven here. But actually, you're not even really alive yet here in 95. But it's okay. <laughs> anyway. Not even really alive. Oh anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so my back's going to be all jacked up. And uh, I'm going to fight this kid, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he's going to be some punk-ass kid here that comes in here in a couple weeks here on WF Television. And let me tell you, they're going to tell me, you got to lose the belt to this guy at WrestleMania 14. And I'm going to be like, how dare you? I'm offended. I don't know if I'm going to do it. But then the scary guy, Undertaker, he's going to have a teardrop on his eye. And that usually means you've killed somebody. And I'm going to be like, listen, I don't want to die over this. So I'll do it. And I'm going to leave. And I'm going to go wicked out of shape. And I'm going to have my own drug problems, but with pain pills. Um. Which is relatable to Sonny, but I'm not going to get wicked out of shape. And I'm still going to be pretty fucking hot. Anyway, uh, 
I'm going to come back, like I said, at uh, Survivor Series 2002, and I'm going to win the Elimination Chamber. I'm going to win that big gold belt, the WCW one. And then for, like, the next another, like, over 10 years, I'm just going to strut my stuff and, uh, and wrestle a whole bunch of times. Does that answer your question, Todd? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like how Sean looked like he had a full diaper sitting in his chair there. Uh, live this Sunday, we're promoting Bret Hart, British Bulldog. Oh, joy. The whole promotion for that feud, by the way, has been these guys wrestled at SummerSlam 92. Yeah. They had a great match three years ago. Oh, my God, yeah. Pearl River plunge me, baby. It's Ahmed Johnson. He's over, dude. He's over with me. Oh, look. Okay, here's one. Here's one appearance. Listen here, I'm the asset protection manager here at Target. And when I see a guy like Ahmed Johnson walking through that door, I'm immediately like, he's good. I am not going to racially profile him because he's probably going to fucking powerbomb me through the checkout line. And my back hurts. And Target doesn't have really good medical care yet. So I ain't going to do it. But I'll see you at In Your House. Oh, he's getting jumped from behind. Who's this, Arn Anderson? Those were some awful punches by this guy. I'm at Jonathan's laughing. I I got hit harder in prison. No, that's (laughs) that's Mantar without the paint. That is not Mantar. Yeah, it is. No, No, it's it's Arn Anderson. No, that's uh, that's uh, that Shaw guy. <laughs> Connor Shaw. Connor Shaw. Yeah, oh my God, he doesn't even know how to run the robes. Oh, oh shit! I hope his parents aren't in the crowd. Ahmed Johnson really Irish whipped him, like not a gimmick. Like he threw him across the ring. Oh, look, they just redid geez. the spot. Yeah. Well, that was supposed. To, that was the spine buster that was supposed to happen. Why did he just get thrown 20 feet in the air for that? I live for this. This is the best thing about Ross is Ahmed Johnson killing people. Here we go. This guy sucks. Pearl River Plunge, baby. Yep, and gone. One, two, three. I love it. Give this man the WWF World Championship. I was afraid he was going to (laughs) break his neck on that. When I have him debut in my rebooking of WWF, I'm going to have him be the champion from 1996 until about 2025. I've decided it. I don't care. Uh, That enhancement guy made Ahmed Johnson look like shit, in my opinion. Yeah, that was not a great match. Paul Orndorff is getting murdered here on uh, Nitro. Karate fighters. What's this? Batteries not included. Hot shots, tabletop hoop game. Oh, games. I feel like I had that. I had that. I'm surprised they just kept that commercial in since it had nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, what was that? That was weird. I definitely had that hot shots game for sure. Yeah, I remember seeing that somewhere. WrestleMania the arcade game is plugged here. I hate that game. What God could Ahmed Johnson possibly have to talk to Jerry the King Lawler about? Like, what does he want? Hey, wait, here. meeting Dean Douglas at In Your House. Listen nice... here, Jerry. Okay. I went to Target. And I w- did a price check. On <laughs> toaster strudels. 
And on that goddamn shelf, it said it was a dollar forty-nine. And that son of a bitch tried charging me two sixty-nine. And I can't trust no white boy, especially that Bob Collins Jr. when he's gonna write some piece of shit article about me. The rise and fall. There ain't no fall of Ahmed Johnson. I'm his cousin, so you know what? Fuck you, Bob Collins Jr. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Bob. Piece of shit. Let me tell you something right now, boy. Do his homework. That racist piece of shit, Bob Collins Jr. Fuck wrestling recap. Yeah. yeah, maybe if you ask questions, you would know the answer to them. <laughs> he's not a man of your, words. He's a man of maybe action. Maybe if you did your homework, you would know that this man held me down. <laughs> Piss me off, brother. Yeah, talk to me, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're going you down. You have an appointment with Dean Douglas. Usually you have an appointments with Isaac Ginkum. He must maybe he's gone finally. Nah. No, I don't think so. All right. Ahmed Johnson slowly walking away. So what did they really just talk to him about? Nothing. He's a he's a man of action, not words, which is basically the WF saying Ahmed Johnson's not a good promo. Right. So he's not gonna talk a whole lot. <laughs> Up next, one, two, three, Sid. But first, you got to buy this denim jacket with Shawn Michaels because he almost died, and we got to pay for his hospital bills. So here's Doc Hendricks. Yeah. Or you can buy The Undertaker or Bret Hart or Diesel. Yeah, dude, if you're having trouble with your Christmas list, Doc Hendricks here to help you out. It's only $59.75 each plus $3.95 shipping handling. You can get an airbrush jean jacket. Is this not $95 or what? Ooh. Ooh, I'm honestly, telling you, those I, are cool. Oh my god! Oh, Santa Claus is. Oh, those are some wrestling boots. They're trying out. You know, Yoko Claus is about to be in this shit, right? I hope one of them's on that. <laughs> I wonder which one's him. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson reminds me of Terry Crews. Wait, is Ahmed Johnson in this? Oh my yeah. god, he is. Man, I'm fucking Santa Claus. He's the one who said cigarettes are good for you. Oh, that is Yokozuna. I fucking told you. Is that Harvey Whippleman? I yes. think it, it is. Why is that officer so happy? Because justice is served. Happy holidays. Don't do drugs. What is it? Oh, is this another Robble? Yeah, I think it is. Well, I hear, is this classy Freddy Blassie? Sure is. Oh my god. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. The Robble. We got a bunch of heels here. Sid, Owen Hart, Yokozuna's wearing football stuff. Sid just hit a guy with a helmet. This is uh, stupid. Those pencil Brad Rafford. New Year's Night. Robble. Nobody's going to be watching that shit. We're gonna guess get who, some. Guess who will be in about three weeks? Us. Mm, I really wish you didn't bring that up. Can't wait for the rock. <laughs> Everyone's got a price for the million dollar man. Who are they fighting? Oh, they're not. They're talking. Great. 
this Sunday night, they're facing the bad guy and Marty Jannetty in tag team action. Yeah, so you know what's funny on Superstars, I saw, uh, to really make the Jannetty Razor Ramon a tag team, Jannetty uh, gifted Razor Ramon a leather jacket. You're damn right he did. Yeah. That's Razor Ramon in a leather jacket don't look great. Wait, wait a minute. Mr. Ted, could you, you, why don't you talk first, Mr. Ted? Uh, don't let me cut you off, Mr. DiBiase. Uh, please speak. Ted, you never gave me my lunch money for school this week. <laughs> Ted's like, everybody's got a price, and so does God. And I love God. That's why I'm not the million dollar man anymore. I'm priceless because of God. <laughs> okay. Is Sid's hair more yellow tonight or what's going on? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He put a lot of water. Sid's hair reminds me of egg noodles. Yeah. One, two, three kid just got so fake mad he almost cried. <laughs> One, two, three kid's a little bitch. Yeah, I don't Which like... Which is a shame, because he's got some fun wrestling moves, but he's just... I was just going to say, any 1-2-3 kid that's not just 1-2-3 kid having good matches, I don't care about. Yeah. I mean, I like him as 6. What is this little promo about here? What do you care... What do you not care about? These people. What do you care yeah. about? Winning. That's I the hate most my important thing. Take the money. This is bad. This is really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's fine. He's doing good. Meanwhile, in Nitro, Lex Luger and Hacksaw are wrestling. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds... I hate to say it. That sounds worse. I, it does. And hey, Hacksaw just reached yeah. in his pants, and he... He's got some up. fucking tape, dude. Some he's tape gonna, out of his pants. He's going to deck Lex Luger into the match. So basically what you're telling me is we're getting Bret Hart... Bob Backlund and one, two, three kid Razor Ramon. Is this 95? Are we sure? Did we skip backwards? One, one, two, three kid ain't wrestling Razor Ramon, is he? I mean, it's fucking a foregone conclusion. Come Not on. on this show. Okay, well, you know what I mean. And I don't think we've gotten enough one, two, three kid against Razor Ramon. Thank you very much. Uh, we have his one, two, three kid with the heel. Nah. When I think of you, Mr. Gennetti, all I think about is that one time that you were trying to decide if you wanted to bang that girl who maybe is your daughter. And then you decided to say that you hit a body, but then you said it was just a wrestling rib so that you wouldn't get arrested by the police. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm going to, after this episode and after this week's done, I'm going to go and find the promo where he admits he has half the brain that Kevin Nash does. No. And he's I dead think, serious. My, I will always say this. My favorite <laughs> thing about Sid is when he did an interview with Sean Mooney on Sean Mooney's podcast, and he's like, Sean, I didn't even know I was at WrestleMania 8. I thought <laughs> it was a house show. Is he joking, though? No. How do you, you gotta know your How do you media. not know? Especially when Mean Gene's like, hey, Sid, welcome to WrestleMania 8. You're wrestling Hulk Hogan tonight. 
you know, the thing that we've been building to for the last four yeah. months. And then you walk out and there's like WrestleMania banners. I don't know. Everywhere. Everywhere. Maybe he meant like he didn't know until he got to the arena or something and then realized, oh shit, this is WrestleMania tonight. How, the f- how do you not know? Oh, I agree still, but. Hey, Sid, uh, this year WrestleMania is in uh, Indiana at the Hoosier Dome. Okay, cool. April 5th shows up. Well, now, uh, me and right, I'm in is Indiana. About... Is this is this WrestleMania? I'm not sure. I, this might be just a spot show. I don't know. Come out. There's 50,000 people in a fucking dome. This is a pretty good spot show. Wow, this is not bad. Wait a minute. That was WrestleMania. Oh, wow. Yo, you sure? oh, next week. I don't believe you, dude. If this was 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 Russ me. Why did I get only paid five hundred dollars for it? <laughs> oh no, no, it's not WrestleMania. Said sorry, it yeah, was just wrong in the booking. Yeah, whoops. Oh my god, what is this? Razor Ramon against Yokozuna? Great. Can't wait for Razor Ramon to hit that middle rope fallaway slam. Why does it look like he's wearing an eye patch in that picture? Two yeah. men, seven titles next week. Right. Oh, Lord help me. Here we go. Bob Acklin coming out. He's coming out like he's lost. He doesn't know where he's at. All right. Now, let me walk. Like I'm a robot. I like that they took the Lex Express pins and put Bob Acklin for president on them. <sighs> I don't like anything that's happening right now. Yeah, this is going to be dreadful. We're at 3151. If you're watching Raw, which means if this is the last match, it's probably going about 14 minutes. So I am going to cry. Oh, Brett, is the title crooked or is he crooked? I don't know. I don't know. I think think the belt's crooked. Why did Brett agree to do this again? Mm. Just say no. Brett, Brett will do anything as long as he's winning. I don't know if I believe He doesn't that. care. Da-na-na. Da-na-na-na. All right, what's going on in Nitro here? I saw Arn in uh, Rich Basically Flair. Basically nothing. Who are they fighting, Dallas? Um, I'm not 100%, so give me a minute. Look, we're getting RC card fucking promos on the network. Look, what here's another one. Up? Apparently they didn't edit commercials out of this episode. No, clearly they did not. This is an NFL. Yeah, what? What is happening? Look at all the commercials. That this This is one. Wait, this one sounds like it's Doc Hendricks. Oh, that was Doc. That was definitely Doc Hendricks. Jesus, that is look look at him put the glasses over the kid's head where they have an ad on it. You you can't can't see see it. You can't see it. Yeah. Freaking got milk. Great. I love how Raw right now has been nothing but ads for the last uh, minute. I know. What the fuck? Good stuff. (laughs) What is going on? That got milk ad. Vince said, is this a chocolate chip cookie or a hockey puck? Depends. Do you got milk? Oh, my Lord. What kind of chocolate chip cookie are you eating that it could potentially be a hockey puck? An Oreo. No. A Thin Mint. No, I just had those earlier. Don't be talking shit about a Thin Mint, dude. A Thin Mint could look like a hockey puck. Oh, here comes Sting. 
Who is he teaming with? Probably Alex. No, what's I don't know, but it's, his hair Hogan? is almost completely brown now. He might be wrestling Hogan. Or uh, teaming with Hogan. Which, if that's the case, if this is Sting and Hogan against Flair and Anderson, I'm watching that over Brett and Backlund. I'll tell you that right now. I'm just really uninterested in this main event. Yeah, so is everybody else. Like, really bad. It is Hogan. Oh, great. Hulk Hogan. That's great. Wait, his mustache is back. Have they dimmed the lights in the crowd so you can't see that everybody's really bored? Because it kind of looks like they did. I am very envious of Ian Matthews that he doesn't have to watch this. It does look like that, Austin. Or maybe they're trying to give it more of a retro feel because fucking Bob Backlund's in the match. Or like when you go to house shows and at the main event, they turn all the lights off for some reason. Yeah. Guys, we got to make this this show feel like it's 1982. All right. Dim down the lights. That way you can only see the front row of people. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Bob Backlund humping Uh, Bret Hart's head. With a head scissors. He's going to win. Oh, wait. This is non-title. Never mind. Could you imagine? Maybe he'll win the title. Maybe he'll win the title tonight. Could you imagine? Brett, look at look at him. He's like, I'm. I know how to get out of moves. Maybe Brett thought these matches were fun, so he's just like, Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> it's probably an easy night for him because really, Bob Backlund just stalls and doesn't really do any bumps. Yeah, I don't know. Are you what the f- what is going on with this? So Nitro again this week is like fifty five minutes long. It's like twenty. I, there's twenty minutes left in the show. I just checked that too. What the hell? Well, also look at this on Raw. In the middle of the match, we're interviewing <laughs> Diana. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell they don't give a fuck? They don't care about this match. We got about 10 minutes left of Raw, so. Just go full screen with Diana. Yeah, yeah. right? Seriously. She's not a good promo either, by the way. No, no, not at all. They're still doing the interview, but we've cut back to just the match. Oh, wait, here we go. Now I go back to her. Well, I have to tell you, um, pretty soon I'm gonna dump Bulldog because he's a loser. Hold on, Jimmy Cornette. What do you think about that, Diana? You dumb bitch. Wow, look at that was inappropriate. Well, that's how I feel like King like talks. Like he just left the last part out, but that's what he's thinking. I think Diana's kind of pretty. I'll be honest. No, she's not my type, and she's not Jerry Lawler's type either. She, she's not like a fifth grader. So. What's your type, Bob? They got to be about four foot tall. No, generally That's under the age, generally like under the age of twenty two, but above eighteen. I'm gonna yeah, creep on for, uh, Sarah's Facebook page. Thank you for uh, clarifying the age there, Dallas. Well, I didn't make sure that I didn't want you to yeah. seem like weird. Oh, Sarah's got an H in her name. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, why hasn't she updated her profile picture in two years? Why would she do that? You guys must not take photos. Do you not love each other? That's weird. Yeah, I hate her. You guys don't take pictures, do you? For for what? To have pictures? Uh, you know, proof. Proof of what? Well, after you kill her, you can be like, no, we were together. It wasn't me. Listen, I already know how I'm going to get rid of the body. And that's because I've talked to Johnny B. Smith, and he told me that what you got to do is you put her in a garbage bag and you put her in a dumpster. What? And <laughs> when, you, when you put her in the dumpster, 
all as long as the dumps as long as the the truck comes the garbage truck and they take care of the dumpster guess what it's really hard to find a body like that so that's the plan uh, anyway, the main event of Raw here has got to go in a garbage bag because I'm fucking bored. I am. Too. It hasn't been bad, I'm not going to lie. But the action is not entertaining or, like, keeping my attention. So that would be the definition of, of bad. Yeah. I mean, kind really. of, but not really. I mean, if it's not interesting like if you and like keeping Greco your Roman wrestling. If you like Greco-Roman wrestling, you're going to love this match. Yeah, well, who likes that? Nobody. Because it's right behind, like, an Olympic contest. Yeah, nah. That's the quality Nobody. it is. Nobody likes that. But I want there to be freaking light tubes and barbed wire and flaming tables. Bob, you don't even look happy in Sarah's profile picture. I'm not. I'm trapped. She has a knife to my back. Yeah. Let's go also, on the profile. Also, also, we were uh, apple picking, and I don't want to apple pick. <laughs> uh, your profile picture hasn't been updated in over a year. Yeah. Oh, mine's so, mine's pretty old too. You guys are basically declared legally dead at this point. Well, why Why do I have to change my profile pictures? Because uh, you look different. No, I don't. I, Whoa. I, am I not sleeping? Dallas hasn't changed his in two years. Almost. September would be two years. So it's not quite two years yet. So, like, what the fuck's going on? You know what? I know what I'll do. Are you going to take a new sleeping one right now? No. He's probably got one on his phone. No. Um, Bob Backlund in control and has been for the last couple of minutes here. Mm-hmm. At least they're working the match the way Bret Hart needs to be working the match as a mm-hmm. underdog, even though I don't buy it. All they Bob keep, do- all they keep doing, though, is arm bars. Well, and the problem is Bob Backlund's 80 years old, so I really just don't buy it. <laughs> I know it's Bob's favorite wrestler, but... I'm like not into it. Is he gonna choke him out, guys? Oh yeah, he's gonna. He's out of control. Is he gonna give him the Buffalo Wild Wing? Here, <laughs> I don't guys, know I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you this profile picture and let me know if I should upload it. Oh, I'm gonna no. tell you right now, Buffalo Wild Wings—they're put, getting put on blast because they haven't been good since we last went in like 2016. I know. Oh my God, Bob. Their quality of wings. Where'd is you not... find that? Holy shit. How is that <laughs> so readily available to you? That's another good question. How'd you just get that picture of me so quick? I, I just scrolled through your Facebook pictures. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings isn't good anymore. Their sauces are like okay, but the actual no. quality of wing is not good. Well, not even so. I, I'm a big chicken tender guy at Buffalo Wild Wings. I think well, they're yeah. chicken, and and so their chicken tenders, they changed like the breading. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, not good. good. They're not good anymore. I really like their sauces still though. So they do got that going for them. But well, you can tell they're chintzing out. 
Like the quality of meat and the quality of breading, just the whole package is very sad. Yeah. Their fries are really good, though. Yeah, well, it's hard to screw those up, I guess. I haven't had Buffalo Wild Wings in a long time. Uh, your intestines probably thank you. Yeah. I've really been in the mood for some Twin Trees pizza. Have you? Yeah. I don't really like Twin Trees. You know what? You know, Dale, you're just, you're trying so hard. I'm just saying. To just fucking piss me off. On my the birthday. Truth. Dude, it's the On truth. On my fucking Twin birthday. Twin Trees is only good. Twin Trees is only good if you go in and eat. I'm going to just say it right now. If you I'll... get Twin Trees to go, it's not good. There, thank you. Twin Trees is only good if your sister works there and gets it for free. Well, that definitely makes it good. Ooh, yeah. Because yeah. that's, what, that's what my sister did for several years, and that's when I loved her. And when okay. she quit there, I was like, you're dead to me. Yeah. Right? Because now I have to pay $17 for a fucking pizza? Are you kidding? Right. And then well, she would tell me, Bobby, Man. they weren't free. They took it out of my paycheck. And I was like, no bitch, I got, I got eight fucking pizzas a week you you were you owing them money <laughs> what the hell are you talking about why would you pay 17 dollars for a greasy ass stupidly cut pizza because i support why do you hate the business. way they cut it so much Dallas? it's cut stupid dude i just it had this conversation feel, the other day with my friends it makes me feel like i'm getting more i love it well, I, I love that i can sit there and say hey I had 14 slices of a pizza. Wait today. a second. Tonight, Vince McMahon will be on America Online Live tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern. Immediately. Oh, you know what? I think there's a transcript of that. And if I can find it on the episode after uh, in your house, I will read it on air. Hmm. It might take me an hour and a half. But you know what? We talked about a comic book for 45 minutes last week, and that was Jesus Christ. For free. Bulldog's in here. Finally, we're getting something to distract us, but look at that. Bob Backlund slaps on the chicken wing. Yeah. Disqualification, though. You have to protect Bob Backlund from taking a loss here, so Bulldog's stomping on Brett. Sure did. Just, I'm very confused with the world. Beating them up. These referees are doing nothing. Of course they are. Beating them up. What'd you say? This match was a colossal waste of time. I am telling you right now, I watched about 0% of that match. I had no interest in that. None. That's the problem. And then we don't even get a fucking finish. Right. So, like, what's the point? Yeah, that's the point I'm making to you. There is, there is no point. Right. Perhaps like, this Sunday night. Because, like, what's the point? God. What a bunch of shit, man. So now, right, look. Back, getting look Bob Backlund's gimmick over. Bulldog looks like he's a nobody, but he's actually the one fucking challenging for the belt. Make it a three-way. No, don't say that out loud. They'll do it. Could you imagine? Yes, that's the problem. In your house tonight, Bob Backlund's been added. And it's also now a 90-minute Iron Man match. (laughs) 
Bulldog would be like, are you fucking kidding me? I can't remember a 25-minute match. I got to remember 90 minutes? Wait a second. Don't you dare. What? Are they going to have Bob Backlund choke out Bulldog? No, no, no. He's not that bizarre. I thought they were teasing it. Well, they might have been teasing it, but Bulldog probably forgot that he was supposed to take the chicken wing. And he just walked away. Well, there's still right. action going on on Nitro, which is... Of course there is. Because, you know what? There's probably, what, nine minutes left? Yeah, just a, just under nine minutes. That's great. Thanks, WCW, for trying to cheat the system here of the TV ratings. <sighs> Rick Flair going after Sting. All right, so how was that for a go-home episode of uh, Raw for Nitro? For uh, Not good, not, man. Not great, right? No, and I feel like we still don't... We don't know everything that's even happening, I feel like. Yeah, what? We only know what Brett and Bulldog and then Diesel against Owen. And then there's um, King Mabel and Undertaker in a casket match, I think they announced last week. Is there even a tag oh, match? Yeah. Uh, they haven't said anything about tag titles. Uh, there's the hog pen match with Hounsley yeah, yeah, and Goddard. Yeah, yeah. Which has been mostly presented on Superstars, by the way. Well, They've yeah, had a lot of a lot of vignettes on there. Yeah. Helmsley like at a hog pen being like, this place smells just like you, pig farmer guy. Great promo work. Uh yeah, I don't know, man. I wanna be excited for the pay-per-view, but it's like really hard right now. We excited. just watched like three bad weeks in a row again. Like it keep this keeps happening. It's a trend. Yeah, it's a trend that I want to die along with 1995. Like, don't bring that fucking energy into 1996. Just don't do it. Well, if it makes you feel any better, there's only one more episode of uh, 1995 Raw. Uh, Are we going to do an end of the year awards? That was my next question for you. Well, yeah, we probably should. Okay. Uh, well, keep that in the back of your mind, folks, because we're going to have to be uh, working on that here shortly. Oh, look at that. Hulk Hogan just pinned Arn Anderson. Fantastic. What a surprise. Ric Flair loses in North Carolina. Brian Pillman um, going after some people. Great. Were we interested in anything on Raw this week? Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, but even that wasn't like good. I was going to say, yeah, that squash match wasn't great. Listen, if you guys want to sit here and badmouth Ahmed Johnson, you can do that at your own risk. I think Ahmed Johnson is phenomenal. He never had any type of fall in his career. Mm. And uh, Vince McMahon screwed him over. Mm. Well, I'd say the opening match was probably our our best tonight, and that was Owen Jeff Hardy. Not saying much. Nice Mm. showing for Owen. Yoko ended up with a lot of heat at the end, which fell flat because he has no heat. Um, even though they tried to put it on him, I don't know. I, I, we're at a very awkward time and I feel like I can even tell the bookers and the writers and writing team and blah, blah, blah. Even they're kind of like, Hey, let's just get to rumble and fuck everything else that happens before it. Like just whatever. It doesn't matter. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. Rumble's going to kick us off. Rumble's the one that matters. Let's just mail it in until then. That's what it feels like to me. 
Yeah, I see what you mean, for sure. Because it does. That's exactly how it feels. Like, even uh, this in your house feels like, from a booking perspective, like, a pain in the ass. Like, man, I wish we didn't do that. Yeah. Like, it's inconvenient for them that they have to book an in-your-house right now. <laughs> they probably could go without it. To be that's the honest. thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That and it, it literally as a as a watcher, as a viewer, that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's a little disheartening, but I just want to point out that over here on Nitro, as we're just filling time here, there's still like fucking four minutes. Uh, Sting like punched Randy Savage, and he was like, "Oh shoot, why did I do that?" And now to continue our days of our lives type of storyline here, he's all like, what are we doing? Why are we fighting each other? That's what Hulk Hogan's saying. And then Randy Savage is like, oh, listen here. I don't like anybody. And uh, Sting is really devastated by this. Speaking of Macho Man, my sister tagged me in a post about Young Rock and how there's I... a guy mm-hmm. from upstate New York that is uh, playing his character. And yeah, let me tell you I do a better Macho Man Randy Savage impersonation than that guy. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it's not good. There's a couple of them out there that are really good. Like the Brandon Savage guy does a really good one. Is that what his name was? Let me look up. I don't know, but he he doesn't even really do the voice or nothing. Yeah, Macho Man Brandon Savage. He played Macho Man in Dark Side of the Ring. Oh. Um, and then there's another guy. Remember Bob? We I think we saw him on Facebook. It's like Macho Man. Is that the guy that goes into stores and stuff or something? Yeah, and he's really funny. Yeah, he's good. Um, I'm trying to see whether or not this is the actual guy that we were thinking of. Yeah, he's not bad. But that guy on on Young Rock, I even I told my sister, I'm like, I I do a better impersonation than that guy. I may not have the body, but I got the I got the voice. Oh my god, Macho Man personalized videos, fifty dollars available for bookings now. And I oh, bet you Jesus. people are doing it. Oh, dude, yeah, of course, no that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Let's hear let's hear a special video message to a loved one. Oh boy. Let's hear it. Happy Valentine's Day to all you lovebirds out there, yeah. But if you want to get your significant other something real special, man, forget about the candy. Forget about the flowers. You need to have much. Oh man, the number one macho man, Randy Savage impersonator, past, present, and future. Wishing them a happy Valentine's Day and telling them that you love them the way I love this Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Oh. That could be that could be your experience for fifty dollars. That's a lot. That sounds worth it to me. Listen, he does do a good Macho Man voice. Let's not bullshit here. Yeah, he's alright. But are we paying fifty bucks for a faker? I mean. Not fifty. You can I'd get pay like, like five for fifty bucks. I pay him like five bucks. Yeah, 
I don't know. Uh, how was Nitro this week, guys? Again, I did not watch. You guys did. Was there anything well, worth watching? Well, Paul Orndorff was murdered by the four horsemen. Yeah, so he did. Uh, he got his ass kicked, man. Uh, that essentially like, wrote him off TV. Like I don't. Aside from his match in 2000, he doesn't wrestle again. Oh wow! So that's that. So, a much stronger main event, I'd say, too, with uh, Flair and Anderson against Sting and Hogan. Uh, you fucking think? Yeah, okay. so I would say probably Nitro was better. Okay. And they had Eddie against uh, JL. Wasn't that that episode? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, I said it was. No, I can't even remember what happened freaking 35 minutes ago. Yeah, it was Eddie in jail to start off. So, Nitro is just, I think Nitro consistently is just a lot better than Raw. There's been a couple of duds for Nitro, but. Oh, for sure. Not nearly the amount that uh, Raw has. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully... we're, we're, we're talking like 52 straight episodes of Raw that have sucked. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Oh. I mean, I think though. I can count on one hand how many good, like really good episodes there's been. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to say there's no way there's more than like seven. No yeah. way. I agree. I agree. There's just no way. Yeah, and I would say that bad. the majority of them probably happened before like May. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anything like after May, it's like, oh, God. Yeah, this is not fun. Uh, easily been the least favorite year of mine thus far. Didn't think that was going to be the case, but it definitely is. Um, and I think we all are in agreement that it's kind of across the board, pay-per-views, weekly television, Mm -hmm. uh, just kind of a, a damper of a year. I mean, look at the WrestleMania. Is there, has there ever been a WrestleMania up until this point that didn't feel like a WrestleMania as much as WrestleMania 11? I don't think so. Yeah, that was a stinker. Um, it, to me, is one of the shows that feels the least important of the year yeah. in 95. Yeah, which is pretty bad. Um, so I don't know. It just the, the people that they've chosen to push this year have either already left or they're all the way down the card um, or have drawn no money. So, you know, I don't know. I just, I can't wait. We're, we're, we're a couple episodes away and we're rid of it. We can wipe our hands fucking clean of 1995. It's going to be a good day when we can do that. Yeah. yeah. Soon enough, we'll get into 1996, and even if the product doesn't drastically improve, I would say that the talent drastically improves with several different debuts just in the first like three months of 96. Yeah, and, and I think it's important to note oh. that I don't think gradual changes are coming, but I'm ready for a slow tick up. You know, if we're on the roller coaster that is WWF for the foreseeable future, I'm seeing 96 as like that initial climb. You know, yeah. you're ticking and ticking, 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 ticking until you get to the fucking peak. And once you get to that peak, man, it is exhilarating to say the least. So I think we're, we're out of the ticket booth. 
We've fastened our seat belts. We've pulled down our lap bars. We've done all the boring shit, going over the rules and what not to do while you're riding the roller coaster. I think 96 will finally be starting that tick upward toward the peak of professional wrestling. And and I'm willing to wait. We've we've come this far. We've fucking crawled through the trenches of pro wrestling for WWF in the early 90s. The payoff, I can feel it. I can feel it coming. But it's like we're on the cusp. We're, we're not quite there yet, but like at least it's it's realistic now. It's viewable from our vantage point. And that's for right now. The tail end of 1995. Right now, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Well, we're all looking forward to 96, but we have two more episodes of uh, 95 we have in your house of course and then one more episode of Raw, and then we can just put 95 to bed never revisit ever again and i'm looking forward to that yeah i'll be honest i don't think i can think of maybe a match or two but i really off the top of my head i can't think of one match from 95 that I will go back out of my way to watch anytime soon. I think the yeah. only contender for me is maybe like a Bull Nakano, Alundra Blaze match. Mm-hmm. And that's me digging deep. I don't think there's a pay per view match for sure that no, I right. want to go back and watch. I agree. Because, like, nothing really holds up. I mean, Brett and Diesel always gets this praise and stuff. And I thought, too, that maybe it was. The best of their uh, trilogy up to this point. And it's just like, no. No way. Didn't hold, didn't hold up. No way. Yeah. <clears throat> well, maybe they'll have a rematch in 96. Who knows? Maybe they can redeem themselves. We'll find out soon enough. Uh, Dallas, you got anything else for this week's episode? You have yeah, any comic was... books you want to plug or anything? Or... Um, let's see. Uh, nope, we did that last week. So. Oh, all right. All right, cool. All right, then. Well, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Connie Jr., and this has been Echo Pod. You gotta hear it.